What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tomatolito Boxing Show. Thank you guys again for, for the continued love and support. And I got a special episode for, for you guys today, one that I, that I put together. Uh, took me quite a bit, and I was actually going to put it, put it out, I think, late last year. And, uh, and then I ended up uh, just sitting on it, never putting it out. Um, and now I figured if there's ever a right moment to, uh, to put this episode out, it's definitely this week as, uh, as I feel that this is a very, very accomplished and special, um, fighter and athlete that is still competing today and will be active this coming Saturday, uh, May 21st. And, uh, and so I put this episode together just in awe and in admiration and out of respect uh, to to this fighter, very special fighter, at least in my opinion. And um, and I'll do a quick rundown for you as to the accomplishments and and so forth, uh, so you could see how decorated this uh, this athlete is. Um, and at that, this athlete has become the world's. Only recognized first first. Yep, you heard me right. Our very own first first. Boxing and MMA's first first. Yep. We are all accustomed to the phrase, the coin phrase made popular by one Conor McGregor dating back to 2016 of Champ Champ, in which... He won titles and held titles simultaneously in multiple divisions. That was after he secured that after his victory over one Jose Aldo. So he became the first champ champ, at least recognized. He coined that phrase. He was our very own champ champ. And from there, that phrase took off and it became almost a gauge of status uh, per se uh, to where we saw Daniel Cormier accomplish that. We saw Henry Cejudo accomplish that and then take it one step further by uh, acknowledging himself or at least uh, admonishing himself as the triple C, the triple champ, because of his Olympic gold that he accomplished and he won uh, during his Olympic days and then came to win uh, into the professional ranks and came came to win titles in multiple divisions and held titles in multiple divisions simultaneously. Connor made that happen uh, first, at least brought it out to light. Henry Cejudo accomplished it. Daniel Cormier accomplished it. Uh, the more recognized of all was not a male, but rather a female champion, Amanda Nunez, who accomplished that and held titles for the longest time until her recent loss uh, last year to Juliana Pena, uh, having, having lost one of those titles. But we're not talking about champ champs today. We're talking about the very own and our very own fight games first, first. This is a feat that landed this athlete in the Guinness Book of World Records. The feat took place 
on November 14th of 2015, where this athlete captured the Bantamweight Championship in what was a sold-out, insane crowd. And with that accomplishment, with that victory, this athlete became the very first and only professional fighter male or female, to accomplish the feat of capturing major world titles in both boxing and MMA. The athlete that we're going to talk about today is none other than the preacher's daughter, Holly Holm. Yep, boxing and MMA's very own and only to date first first. Her victory on November 14. 2015 came after she defeated Ronda Rousey and took the title from her in what was an insane, sold-out crowd that night and what was a scene that captured and captivated audiences around the world, headlines across the world, from ESPN to your local news networks and channels. This was news that Holly Holm had defeated Ronda Rousey, and had taken the title from one unstoppable machine that was Ronda Rousey at that time in the sport. With that, she made the Guinness Book of World Records by having held titles in boxing and MMA with that accomplishment. As we look into Holly Holm, the preacher's daughter, Let's look at her accomplishments at her career records and you're going to be in awe just like I am when you start looking at how much she has done and how impressive it is that she's going to be fighting this Saturday in her long-awaited return. The preacher's daughter born October 17th of 1981, currently 40 years old or 40 years young, the way she takes care of herself. Born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, fights out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and trains out of Jackson Wink MMA Academy. Her beginning stages date back to her kickboxing career, which spanned from 2001 to 2003. Her professional record was that of 14 one and seven. She managed to win the 2001 USA International Kickboxing Federation uh, Championship. And that very same year, she captured the International Kickboxing Federation Central Mountain Regional Tournament Championship. She moved on to boxing, in which her career began in 2002 and spanned a stretch of 11 years from 2002 all the way to 2013. When it was all said and done for her in boxing and she was ready to take on a new venture in that of MMA, her professional record set at 33 wins, two losses, three draws, nine knockouts. 33-2-3 with 9 knockouts. 
is how she retired from the sport of boxing. She defended her title, or I'll reword it. She had 18 title defenses across three weight classes in her career. 18 title defenses across three weight classes. She became the Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year in 2005, the Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year in 2006. She was inducted into New Mexico's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2013, inducted into the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2017. She was inducted into New Mexico's Sports Hall of Fame in 2019. If that wasn't enough, she will be inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in Canastota, New York, this coming June 2022, where she will now now accompany from June until the end of time. She will be in the company of such greats as Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, Joe Lewis, Pernell Whitakers, you name it. Everybody that you could think of that is in the Boxing Hall of Fame has been inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame. Julio Cesar Chavez. We could go on and on with names. Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns. Um... We could go on and on. She will be in that company in about a month's time. In 2008, she became the undisputed welterweight champion. She held titles from 140 to 154 pounds. And this was at the same time as when she was the undisputed welterweight champ. So she held a title at 140, 147, 154. In 2005, Holly defeated Christy Martin. And in her very next fight, she stepped into the ring against Mia St. John. And also was victorious. Those are two legends of women's boxing pioneers at that. And when you mention pioneers of the women's in women's boxing, you got to talk about Christy Martin, definitely Mia St. John that brought women's boxing to the forefront. And especially when she gained notoriety after her Playboy uh, issues, she brought it to the forefront. Some uh, believe that that was a detriment because that's not how they wanted to per- per- portray the sport of women's boxing and uh, and feel that men weren't taking it serious and were taking it as that, as they were models or, or that that was where they belonged. But nonetheless, the attention that Mia St. John brought to the sport of women's boxing and the genre of women's boxing was second to none. Laila Ali, of course, daughter of the legend Muhammad Ali, and Wolf. These were fighters that you consider pioneers, and you have to put Holly Holm in that company as well. Because she was a pioneer, and one of the more accomplished ones. 
today. Arguably the toughest opponent of Holly Holmes' career was none other than Anne-Sophie Mathis, who stopped Holly Holm in 2011 and put just a one-sided beatdown on Holly Holm in that fight, a fight in which Holly was, was destroyed by it emotionally, mentally. It was just one of those fights that just took a toll on her, and it took her a while to get back into the ring after that, after that performance, uh, with a lot of doubt, a lot of demons that she had to go through. Uh, and she came back, stepped back into the ring with fire, with hunger, and defeated Anne-Sophie Mathis by decision six months after that initial fight in 2012. Home is regarded at the time that I was typing this, and this may very well be when I started working on this episode longer than last year, just because I'm looking at some of the notes that I jotted down. And at that time, looking at all the records at the time that I started doing research on this, she was arguably the most accomplished women boxer to date. Since then, we've had Clarissa Shields become the undisputed champ for a second time in the second division. And that happened early last year in 2021. Your undisputed champs in this era to date since all sanctioning bodies came on board have been Cecilia Brockes, Clarissa Shields, Katie Taylor, Clarissa, uh, sorry, Jessica McCaskill, Clarissa Shields, Franchon Cruz Desern is your newest one. Now that women's boxing has aligned itself similarly to men's boxing, as far as organizations are concerned. At the time that Holly Holm was fighting, there was different belts available, um, and not all organizations were on board, but she was winning belts and holding the available belts at that time, making her the undisputed champ in 2008 at the welterweight division of what was there, what was available, and what was at stake. Similarly, we could consider... Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, these were champs that were undisputed at that time. But remember, the WBO was the last of the organizations to be accepted as a major boxing organization. And that didn't happen until 2003, I want to say, between 2003, 2004, I believe is when the WBC, WBA and IBF finally acknowledged the WBO uh, as the fourth major sanctioning body. Uh, in boxing. And from there, the four belt era came into play. It was different though. That came, that, that accomplishment came about for men's boxing, but it wasn't the same for women's boxing. Um, 
to that income until later on. Cecilia Brockes, I believe, accomplished that feat in 2014. So just after Holly had stepped away and began, uh, stepped away from boxing and had already uh, gotten her MMA career underway. Nonetheless, we're not done yet with Holly Holmes' accomplishments. We're not done. We're nowhere near done. And just based on what we've covered already, she is arguably one of the best, all-time best women's boxer in the history of women's boxing. A pioneer. And if we say that she's number two to Clarissa Shields, I would be okay with that. And I'm sure she would too, who now trains alongside Clarissa Shields as Clarissa has started to dabble in, in MMA as well. Uh, she competes in the PFL. We start looking at Holly Holmes' MMA career, one in which she started in 2011, around the time that she was defeated by Anne-Sophie Mathis in, in boxing. She had just dabbled into MMA 2011 to presently, where she's still competing. And like I said, she's going to be in action this coming Saturday uh, in UFC uh, UFC Vegas 55, I believe, is a fight night. I think they're at 55 already. Um, so she'll be in action this coming Saturday. Impressive that she's still around, she's still active, and she's still looking good while she's at it. We'll see how she returns because she's been out for quite a while. So we'll see how she looks this Saturday. But nonetheless, she's going to be headlining that event. Her MMA career from 2011 to present today, her professional record currently sits at 14-5 and five with eight knockouts. She has fought for numerous organizations in MMA, including that of Legacy Fighting Championship or LFC. Uh, she fought for Bellator as well, and now currently with the UFC. In 2014... Holly Holm defeated Juliana Werner to capture the inaugural LFC bantamweight title. She was LFC's first champ. In 2015, Holly knocked out Ronda Rousey, as we covered earlier, to win the UFC bantamweight championship in what was a mega, mega, mega event in Australia. That same year, 2015, she became MMA's Female Fighter of the Year by basically, you name it, every major publication that was out there. In 2017, Holly Holm faced Jermaine Durandamy for the UFC's inaugural featherweight title and came up short via unanimous decision. Jermaine Durandamy became the very first UFC featherweight women's champ. Holly Holm received the second shot at that featherweight title in 2017, but came up short once again against none other than Chris Cyborg. Holly Holm became notorious after that fight because she was the first to take Chris Cyborg the distance. In nearly nine years, Cyborg was just running through a competition, uh, ravaging through a competition, and Holly Holm uh, saw Saw the fight all the way through the end, lasted in what was an awesome showing by Holly Holm. Very courageous, a lot of heart, a lot of chin, 
and stood her ground against Chris Cyborg, took her to distance. Now, if you look back at that Cyborg, that Cyborg fight came about because Durandamy refused to defend her title against Chris Cyborg. So she was stripped. This ended up, this resulted in the title being up for grabs when Chris Cyborg fought Tanya Evinger. The title became vacant. Chris Cyborg beat Evinger and became the champ. Enter Cyborg Holly Holm. And Cyborg was successful in her first defense against Holly. In 2019, Holly Holm got another crack at her old bantamweight title against none other than another killer, Amanda Nunez. And once again, she came up short as she was stopped by Amanda Nunez by way of TKO. Holly Holm last fought in October of 2020 against Irene Aldana, whom Holly defeated by unanimous decision. Since then, we have not seen Holly. October 2020, all of 2021, she was out dealing with a medical condition known as hydronephrosis, a condition that kept her sidelined since that last fight that we just mentioned against Aldana. She had fights scheduled against Norma Dumont. She had a fight scheduled at one point against Juliana Pena. And both of those fights fell through because of the ongoing condition that Holly was dealing with. That condition is... One that results with blockage occurring between the kidney and the bladder. Kidneys and the bladder. But she's back. She's back on track. She's been back on track for a while now. She's been training for her comeback, preparing for her comeback. And it is all going to come to fruition this coming Saturday, May 21st. And I cannot wait to see it. She's going to be fighting Ketlin Vieira, UFC Fight Night Vegas 55. And all I got to say to close this episode is with this long list of accomplishments dating back to her initial beginnings with kickboxing, later on jumping over to boxing, And now MMA for nearly a decade. She will be 41 later this year. In a month's time, she will be inducted in Canastota into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Where she will be immortalized within the sport of boxing. And I'm sure she will be a sure shot to enter the UFC's Hall of Fame as well. Win, lose, or draw this coming Saturday. If you happen to have a free second to tune in 
and check out Holly Holm in action and witness greatness, a legend who is still active today. Do so. Take a few minutes. Check out her fight. You'll be witnessing a living legend actively competing in the sport today. I leave you guys with that. Holly Holm, Boxing and MMA's first first. Have a good one, guys. Take care of yourselves. Don't forget to download, continue spreading the word, and thank you for all the continued support and the love that you've been showing this uh, this show, this small podcast. Thank you, guys. Talk to you on the next episode. Take care.